0: Great to have your company on summer mornings, 457736736 Let's catch up with our great friend, Jaleesa Abs from SEN of the Seven Network. on the line right now. Morning, J.A. Good
1: morning. How
0: are you? I'm um, well. Are you back from the country since the last time we spoke?
1: Yes, I've made it back, but um, soon. It's actually my last day of work, so soon to be back there. So fear not, worry, I'm coming back.
0: Oh, we're not fearing. We're not fearing. Welcome back to the big smoke. And just in time, of course, for the start of the test summer. It's the unofficial start of the summer, isn't it? Uh, Australia in a dominant position. All the talk about David Warner, 164 off 211. What did you make of the innings? What did you make of the reaction?
1: Well, um, I think David Warner kind of saved us a little bit because, yeah, it's a, a 346 is looking like a. Pretty decent score, but without that 164, there's no one else that really was very impressive. I mean, Usman Khawaja, Travis Head got in the 40s. Steve Smith's 31 wasn't overly impressive. So thank goodness for David Warner. He certainly cemented any talk of you know should he be um, should he be given his farewell. Well, we kind of need him if he wants to play on. That'd be great.
0: Well, it's so funny they're joking. So what if he decides after City? You know what? I might stick around for the West Indies. Why not? <laughs> you know, right. Wouldn't that be an about face of all about face? I don't think it's going to happen somehow. But, you know, the 164, this is a thing. Uh, with, when it comes to Dave Warner, it's always a case of, well, he's, he's got one of these around the corner. I mean, sweating on it, they probably yeah, yeah. would have wanted it to come sooner, but, you know, home conditions against Pakistan, you felt, uh, given his strong record against his nation at home in particular, you felt that it was just... And, you know, with all that the storyline surrounding him, the lead-up, the Mitchell Johnson stuff, it just you got that sense that he was going to deliver yesterday. Yeah,
1: if he never needed any reason to deliver, I mean, Mitchell Johnson gave it to him, didn't he? Like, just to, to prove everybody's wrong, but, um, I mean, the timing of what Mitchell Johnson was saying was uh, not great for his point because David Warner has been in uh, really good form, and you're right, everyone could sort of feel like this was coming.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, um, you know, and the white belt form that he carried over, people say it's a different format, but, you know, for somebody of his calibre that's played as much cricket, he just needs to feel the ball in the middle of the bat, and, and that's enough for him. Pakistan, think thing about it is, I mean, they wasted... The movement early. The second new ball actually bowled really, really well. Shazad, in particular I thought, but the thing about it is that it took a couple of catches. The complexion of day one looks a bit different.
1: Yeah, um, I was actually pretty impressed with um, Pakistan's bowling towards uh, the later sort of Time, I, I thought they were maybe. I actually thought everyone is kind of underestimated. Everyone's been talking about this test summer and it's not going to be very interesting and blah, blah, blah. But I actually think, um, Pakistan maybe are being underestimated a little bit. Like, I think the West Indies, um, no one probably needed an encore of that, what happened last mm. year. Um, but mm. Pakistan, they I mean, they've got some good, strong, uh, bowlers in there, but, uh, their batting is what, um, what we'll really have to see. If they can test ha- handle
0: the the quicks that we have. Yeah. yeah. Barbara's arms are class, but I just think, you know, on these pitches, they're so yeah. accustomed to them. And, you know, Hazelwood and Cummins, two of the most accurate bowlers in world cricket. I, you know, I'd be, if they get 300, I think they're doing well, Pakistan. And Australia's still a bit more batting. I can see the Bison chiming in today and maybe up the ante in that first session. If they get around 500, and, you know, maybe to clear mm-hmm. and. Have a crack at them before tea. Um, that's how I'm predicting it'll go. Hey, just on the rugby league front, uh, David Nofaluma, if you're a betting person, Jaleesa, has he played his last game for the Tigers, do you think?
1: I would have said that, but I would have said the same thing about Raymond Fertella Mariner at the Bulldogs a few weeks ago remember when we were hearing that you know he wasn't going to come to training and he was banned and um, I actually spoke to him um, a few days ago and he said he he's all in now and um, you know he's a very proud to be a Bulldogs player and that he was never banned from the club so uh, interesting how these things sort of play out behind closed doors so I would have said yeah, he probably has but then I would have said the same thing about Raymond
0: now, your beloved Raiders. We know that Ricky has a soft spot for his pursuit of English play. So, can you give a glimmer of hope to us Red V fans? As rumours or talk in the papers today that they'd be very interested in the services of the English 5 it's in Helen Star Jack Wellsby at 22 years of age. Is it worth throwing the kitchen sink at another Pommy, Jaleesa Raps?
1: I think it's worth throwing the kitchen sink at anyone at the moment. I'm a little bit concerned. <laughs> what about you, us? I've got real- we'll be right. No, I've got real. No, I fear for the for the Raiders. Were you talking about the oh, Raiders? I, no, I'm talking about
0: the Dragons. They, they're looking about uh, looking to get Jack Wellsby, and was saying obviously Ricky has invested over the years in a number of English players, and I wonder too why clubs don't sort of think more outside the box and cast the net further and wider to you know extract some of this talent from the UK. Yeah, I
1: think it. You know what? I thought it. Um, I thought that it made sense maybe a few years ago. But now that the game has changed a little bit, I'm not sure that the English players have the impact that they did when, you know, back probably just before that Premiership when the Raiders did recruit all the you know, we had John Bateman, we had all those English players that kind of took them to the uh, Grand Final, unfortunately not the Premiership. But um, I think that they, they had a greater impact. And if you look at that season that Um, they got to the grand final. That was all uh, John Bateman one-on-one strips and then everyone kind of figured out how to negate that. So I don't know whether they have the impact that maybe of the few years ago and purely just because of the the changes in the game, but you probably need to get anyone.
0: Uh, Well, Jaleesa Rapps, an anglophobe, as we revealed on the program today. What's on the agenda for the rest of the (laughs) afternoon?
1: Uh, well, I am heading um, to the Bulldogs are doing some um, some really nice charity work, so I'll be heading along to that. And then Tommy Turbo is speaking at Manly. I feel a little bit like deja vu. I feel like every few years I keep doing in the preseason the Tommy Turbo's back from injury uh, story. I'd love yep. next year to be doing a off-the-back-of-Tommy Turbo's fantastic year for Manly.
0: M winning season that brought Manly yes, back into finals yes. contention here. Yeah, yeah uh, he's a ripper I
1: bloke. feel like year Last season we were talking about, you know, how he'd been to America and this was it and then obviously on yeah. the shoulder in origin and it just feels yep. like we're – just feels like deja vu.
0: It does. Deja vu all over again, as Rex Mossop would say. Got to fly. Thank you, J.A. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. And Jaleesa Rapps. Break it back with more.